Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. It's 1234 Edmonton. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott, Cam Moon will be joining us momentarily. This is Oilers Now, brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. And an Oilers Now gifts, uh, guests receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. Whether you're celebrating a special moment or simply savoring a night on the town, every meal is an occasion at Roos Chris Steakhouse. It's the greatest steak you've ever had. Open 5 to 10 p.m. Wednesday through Sunday. Now, the Edmonton Elks have a bye this week. I did not see this um, last Thursday, but a former member of the uh, Edmonton Eskimos who was involved in a, a very famous incident in college football, Hickam uh, El Mashtu passed away. Uh, he was a uh, uh, lineman, uh, offensive lineman that played at Arizona. He played on the Eskimos in the late uh, 1990s. And during his playing days at a time in which the Miami Hurricanes were an absolute powerhouse, uh, he was involved uh, in an incident with Rusty Medeiros. Uh, Rusty Medeiros, some of you might actually remember this, when Miami shut out Nebraska in the national championship game in the early 1990s. Rusty Medeiros was, I, I think he was only a second-year player, so he would have been a sophomore at that time. He was looking like the great, the next great defensive lineman involved. Uh, you know, like that's a school that produced the likes of... of uh, Cortez Kennedy and uh, Warren Sapp. Uh, Rusty Medeiros had multiple sacks in that game. It completely obliterated Nebraska, which was a pretty good football program uh, under Tom Osborne. And the next season, uh, they, Ms., Ms. Elma Stube ended up lining up against him and injured him on a... Some people thought it was a cheap chop block. Others thought, no, completely illegal within the game. I know Medeiros never uh, blamed uh, Elmer Stube, who played center for the uh, Edmonton Eskimos in the late 1990s. He passed away uh, last Thursday. Sad news on that front. For you NFL fans out there, Adam Schefter basically considered the most plugged-in man in the business, reporting today that Baltimore Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson not at practice. Jackson had said yesterday that his hip was sore from uh, the touchdown celebration he did when he did his TD flip in the end zone (laughs) the other night in that thrilling game against the Kansas City Chiefs. Would that not just be 
I mean, I love Lamar Jackson. He's as athletic of a most exciting player in the league to watch. I mean, we get to watch the most exciting player in the NHL on a, on a nightly basis. His name is Connor McDavid. And you could make a strong argument in the National Football League that Lamar Jackson is amongst the most exciting players. You know, some might sit there and say it's Pat Mahomes uh, that's the most exciting player in the NFL. Oh, I'm going to throw that out there right now. Who's must-see? We know Connor McDavid's must-see TV in the NHL. Who's must-see TV for you in the National Football League? Text us on the Ashley Fine Flores text line at 780-496-0063. We're going to bring in Cam Moon. Cam, I'm a, I'm a bigger college and NFL fan than you are. You're a bigger baseball fan than I am. Right now, for me, when the Blue Jays are playing, I want to see all of Vladimir Guerrero's at-bats, even though they got about five, team, or five guys on that team that can rake. Um... Is there first a, a, a baseball player you want to see every time they play? And conversely, what about on the football front? Uh, on the football football front, well, Patrick Mahomes. If, if I'm watching NFL and Kansas City's on, I want to see Kansas City play because yeah. Yeah, he's a pretty exciting player for sure. Uh, baseball, you know, Mike Trout when he was I, healthy. And that's why I was, when, when Trout was healthy. Yeah. Uh, Otami now, I mean... The guy is he winning the MVP? Oh, absolutely! He's winning it instead of Guerrero. Has to, yeah, has to. I mean, he puts up big numbers at the plate, and he mows him down when he's on the mound. Who does he think he is, Babe Ruth? (laughs) Better, might be better. Uh, So yeah, when when he's pitching, you certainly want to see him. So I I would say those guys. Now, now right now, Guerrero's leading the league. Guerrero Jr. is leading the league in uh, batting average, and he's also leading the league. Or was he? Is he still leading the league in home runs? He was. And, I, I can't tell you. And Hernandez has second, surpassed but, him in RBIs on yeah. his own team, and I think he's third or fourth. And uh, the, I don't understand the advanced. Uh, well, I kind of get the advanced analytics, but off the top of my head, I don't know the numbers in terms of, you know, all those other OPS, OPS and all, yeah. all that other stuff yeah. that goes on there. Uh, I can certainly do that all day with hockey. We referenced sure. yesterday. We actually it was funny. Uh, Kurt Levin's picked up on that. Uh, the conversation we had with Ken Holland about Brad Holland about the perception that the people, all oh, the Oilers don't have anybody involved, you know, and, and they've got they've got a couple guys in, in analytics. Well, actually, they got a critical guy in analytics because they their their pro scouting department. Archie Henderson heads that up, but their, their pro scouting department has made a move on the analytics side with pro scouting, uh, and I think that's come to fruition. So, uh, football, you're going to go Mahomes. Yep. Uh, and again, for the listeners, you can text us. We, let's face it, Connor McDavid is must-see TV. Jack Michaels put a tweet out today involving TNT, the team that is appearing the most on TNT, the Edmonton Oilers with Connor McDavid. Love it. Love it. Like, yeah, it's awesome. I think that's awesome, right? Um, so we know that we get to watch must-see TV with Connor McDavid on a nightly basis. Who's that guy in football right now in the NFL? Um is there a guy like that in the CFL? You're a big CFL fan. Is there somebody that's must-see TV in CFL? Ooh. I don't know if there's one that really jumps off the page for me. Um, I wish there was one from the Elks where I could just say, slam dunk, this is the guy, but I don't know. What about Brandon Banks out of Hamilton? He was he was that guy. I don't know if he is this year at Cam, but he certainly was. So he's a, he's a wide receiver yeah. and uh, kick, kick returner. Kick return guy. Yeah, punt return guy. Yeah. Uh, Team Dean uh, is taking you to task here, Cam. He All says, right. better than Babe Ruth. Uh, Otani is hitting 255. Hey. Get real. He'll probably be the lowest <laughs> batting average by a mile ever to win an MVP. You can text us at 780 Chase in St. Paul says, Bob, I have to agree with you. Lamar Jackson is probably the only player 
player that will make me tune in regardless of their opponent. Hate to see it so early in the season, but the Ravens-Chiefs game the other night was the game of the year, except <laughs> the Monday night game with the Ravens the week yeah. before against the Raiders was a pretty good game as well. Uh, I, I am very partial to Lamar. I'm, it's tough to win. I'm not a Bobby Petrino fan. He played at Louisville. They didn't have elite athletes, and he went toe-to-toe with Deshaun Watson and Clemson when Clemson's right there at Alabama. Like, it was an amazing performance. And, uh, you know, you're talking about he's accomplished things that no other quarterback has. Now, yeah, but he hasn't won. This is, this Cam, this is like the argument with Cross. I was talking to somebody from Pittsburgh today about, <laughs> actually about Josh Archibald. But I was talking to somebody in Pittsburgh today, former NHL player, and he's like, Bob, it, you know, we have Crosby here, and i got to explain to the Pittsburgh writers, it's not an insult to highlight Connor McDavid. It's it's not an either-or situation. And I'm like, Connor McDavid is the most – I love Sidney Crosby, but Connor McDavid is the most advanced player we've ever seen. The fastest, best set of hands we've ever seen on a guy at that as good as – and people say, yeah, but Crosby's won. Well, because Connor hasn't yeah. had the team around him, and, and Sid did. But it's, you know – how fortunate for you. You get to come to the NHL. You might be doing 60 games this year based on Rogers' uh, TV package that Jack's going to be doing. And you get to watch this guy on a nightly basis. It's I awesome, know. isn't it? It is. It's unbelievable. Yeah, he's he's so dynamic. Like, it's just when he cranks it up and gets a little bit of room through the neutral zone and, and, and gets into the attacking zone with that speed. And I can't wait to have you know, fans in the building to get that – that level of excitement that that rises as people realize that a goal scoring opportunity is about to happen. I mean, we missed out on that last year, unfortunately, but you know this year we'll get that, and and people get to experience that live and in person. So yeah, I I can't wait. He's a, a treat to watch. Love that he's uh, getting a lot of national games south of the border. Absolutely, uh, absolutely uh, on par where where he should be. And the texter's right. No, Tommy's not better. Babe Ruth, he's right. He's got to do. He's got to do. He's going to have to do it like really crank it up. But I, I, I am impressed with what he's done so far. Uh, we have a vote CFL wise. James Wilder Jr. Okay, it's been good uh, yeah, for CFL. Sean says Kyler Murray is pretty entertaining on there. He is a pretty entertaining. I mean, you could argue Russell Wilson. Like you know, George is a big. Yep. LaRock is a big Russell Wilson fan. And, and and what we're looking at is dual threat quarterbacks in in the case that like and th- and maybe that's part of what it is is we're seeing a different type of player in today's sport, right? It's not as regimented. It's more free flowing, and that's what we love about it, right? So again, the question I'm throwing: so the Oilers have the must see player in the National Hockey League. He's the must see guy. He's the most electrifying, exciting player in the National Hockey League right now. Connor McDavid. Is there anybody else even as close to him that that makes you go? Damn, I gotta watch that guy. Like in Toronto, they would say, "Well, we have Matthews, right?" Uh, obviously, Nathan McKinnon in Colorado. Pittsburgh would say they had Sidney Crosby. I mean, you can't go. The Oilers have Leon Drysaddle. He's a pretty good player yeah. too. But Connor McDavid, to me, is that must-see guy. Who's the must-see guy in the NFL? Is there a must-see guy in uh, Major League Baseball? That's yeah, it's an interesting conversation. Keep texting us at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Sixty cam moons this year. Awesome. Best of luck to on the TV too. We get Jack there. It's going to be awesome. So there you go. Keep it coming at seven eight zero four nine six zero. Another vote for Kyler Murray. Couple for Tom Brady. Steve says, "What about the running back combination of?" Uh, 
I was going to say Lamar Hunt. <laughs> uh, it's not Lamar Hunt, but it is. <laughs> the hunt that is in Cleveland was in KC, so that's why I said uh, Lamar Hunt. Uh, hunt and uh, Nick Chubb with the Cleveland Browns. Great dominance without big ticket names. That one comes to us from Steve. You know what? You watch Derek Henry play for Tennessee? He's a pretty exciting player because he breaks one off a game, and at that size... And it happened again against Seattle this weekend. You know, you got a 190-pound uh, corner, and he can't seal the edge on a 250-man uh, yeah. pound, a six-foot-three tailback that two years ago got to the highest speed on the field of any player. And I think that's part of it. We love the speed, don't we? Love the speed. Yeah. Well, that and that's what that's what fires you up. That's what brings you out of your seat. Is that type of play? Whether it's a, a mobile quarterback that can, you know, make things happen with his feet, or or a you know a running back that has that type of speed, or a, a wide receiver. That that's what gets people, you know, jazzed to see a guy do something special. Again, you can text us at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Russell Wilson is amazing. Uh, the the apparently I wasn't effusive enough in my praise of James. Well, I I I'm kind of like like I like the I like this like Wilder yep. Wilder Jr. is a really effective back. Absolutely, I, I, is he must see TV for the Elks this year? How are they owing four at home? You've been at all four home games this year. Oh. Well, the first they played one, their two best games on the road. The first one they handed up on a platter, so that one was tough to take. And the second one they were never in it. Uh, the one against Calgary didn't get anything going in the second half. It was very frustrating to watch. And then, the, you know, I'll give them credit. That last one against Winnipeg, they hung around. Like, I thought they were going to get their doors blown off going into it. And they were down 14 nothing at one point. And they had a lead in the third quarter okay, and they, made a couple of mistakes. Well, coaching mistakes as far as I'm – like, why would you have your return guy run the ball out of two missed field goals in the end zone and put a rookie quarterback in a position where you're starting as yeah. far back? Like, you know, and because then the turnovers end up in the That's end zone. That's right, yeah. So uh, this text from Northside Sam says, Bob, Connor, of course, is must-see TV. Uh, Otani is must-see TV. I'm not a huge NFL fan, but Alfonso Davies for me is much-watch TV. I haven't missed a Bayern Munich game for two years, and Robert Lewandowski, uh, Lewandowski uh, has become must-see TV. He's special and seems to be very underrated. Well, I mean, he ain't paid like he's underrated. I think he's the fourth or fifth highest paid player in the world. Uh, and if I'm not mistaken, he's 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 scored in every Bayern Munich game. He's just an absolute elite clinical finisher. Uh, but, again, with Davies, they've got him in more of a defensive role, right? Like he's left fullback. He plays a little bit more of an attacking position when he represents uh Canada. Wayne says, what about Willie Jefferson from the Winnipeg Blue Bombers? Good player? Yeah, he's a good player. Really good player. Uh, yeah, just he's everywhere. <laughs> You're not getting by him. Sean says, Bob, it wasn't Crosby that was must-see TV when he was in his prime. I think he's still in his prime, just so you know, yeah, Sean. Uh, he was great, uh, but boring. The guy that's must-see TV before McDavid was Ovechkin. That guy in his first seven or eight years was like Burry and Lindros, and, and he had a baby. He was unique in entertainment. McDavid is unique, and that's what makes him entertaining. I admit, I, I mean, I was a big Eric Lindros guy. Like, he was yeah. just... And I know there's... If you idolize the Oilers of the 80s, and, and hey, I grew up in Edmonton here, I, I admired that group, and there's some guys from that group that aren't the biggest Eric Lindros fans. For a five-year run, Eric Lindros was the most dominant, exciting player in the National Hockey League, and anything could happen. He, he could fight, he could score, he'd run over you, he'd train wreck you in a hit, so there you have it. 
All right, let's switch. Uh, we'll keep getting, we'll splinter some of these in here. Bob Stoffer, Cam Moon. Cam, the next 12 minutes is all about you, so let's get right to it. <laughs> okay. All right, what are we getting to? Uh, this comes into us from Cactus Jack. Oh. How convenient that the text line is down when noted Dodgers fan Cam Moon is brought on the show. That sounds like a Giants fan to me. Yeah, so that sounds like. Yeah. Uh, who's who's the most entertaining Dodgers fan player right now? Most entertaining, probably Trey Turner. Trey Turner's pretty good. Mookie Bats. Ah, Mookie Bats. I'll go Mookie Bats. For running backs, we're getting a lot of battles between uh, Christian McCafferty, uh, Phil Fear the uh, Finn out of, uh, he's a big San Jose guy, and he's a Stanford fan as well. All right. And then uh, Tyler Hupka is is going with Derrick Henry from Alabama. So there we go. All right. Let's get to our storylines and training camp. Yeah. First of all, um, we're, we're going to – the first uh, group went earlier today. Second session today is from 12 to 1.30. Dave Tippett will talk after – they're just doing a scrape right now. After uh, 1.30, at which time we'll get some clarification regarding Josh Archibald. He could still be in quarantine. Obviously, that's a story. Um, what were your thoughts? Did you notice anything early with the first group that included McDavid's group on the ice? Well, from that first group, yeah, I, I thought, you know who looked really sharp? And I know I do – focus in on netminder sometimes but mike smith looked really sharp uh dialed right in so that was good to see i uh, watched a lot of cody cc thought he was very good in the battle drills when they were doing the the one-on-one down low the two-on-two then they were doing three-on-threes down low and and it, in those situations that's that's all about body position and who wants it a little bit more yeah and he wanted it a little bit more because he was winning a lot of those battles so that's a really good sign love to see that uh and i I also like to see that they're getting into a lot of battle drills right off the hop. Like, uh, we were talking during that first session uh, with, and Louis DeBrusque was sitting by us, and we were talking about training camp, and, and, you know, years ago, it was just scrimmages right off the start. And there'll be scrimmages tomorrow, but but here they're working on, on details. They're working on skills right before the whole thing gets going. And, and seeing a lot of battle drills early, to me, is really good. Uh, no fights anymore. <laughs> no. No stories about LMA and Kevin McClellan <laughs> fighting before the actual first... Uh, before it even starts. Before it even starts. That doesn't happen anymore. Uh, what did you think of Evan, Evan Bouchard with that first group? Well, exactly what I expected. He's just so poised. Like, he, there's no panic in his game. Uh, finds the, the outlet where he needs to make that first pass in his own end and can do it. Uh, so that that's that's what I expected. He, he looks like a guy that should be playing in the top six in the NHL. Like he, he's absolutely ready for that. And you know, he was he he talked with the media after that first session. You can tell he's is excited for the opportunity. But he also has a confidence about him, very quiet confidence. It's not an in-your-face confidence. It's a quiet confidence that he's ready for this challenge. Like, he's ready to make this move. Camoon's appearances on Oilers Now are brought to you by Brent Ridge Ford. Oh, Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and the gang, they do a great job. Coming through for you? Yeah. Where are you through. in right now? Uh, I got an escape. Got an escape? Yeah, it's nice. Really yeah. nice. And there's a, you know, you're 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 in a place where you need a mid-sized That's right. SUV. Yes, yes, yeah. I can't have the the big truck. I won't be able to park that. You can't can't park the big truck. So there you go. You're in the escape. So uh, Bob Stoffer, Cam Moon, with you down at Rogers Place. The second session has uh, just gotten back on the ice. Derek Ryan centering. Um, 
Warren Fogle and Zach Gassian. Interesting to me because at times last year, Derek Ryan had success five-on-five with both Milan Lucic and with Brett Ritchie. So, bigger bodies playing with a cerebral center, does that work sometimes, you think? I think it absolutely does. Derek Ryan's the type of player that he's going to be able to fit in in a lot of different scenarios. So, uh, to... He's got that experience, and and the experience I guess he had last year for sure playing with those guys. But, yeah, he's – what a great addition. Guy that can win draws that you can use and you move him up and down the lineup and has that experience. So, it's a – he looked good already this morning, but that that doesn't surprise me much. Mike Smith took command in the media availability today. Yeah, that's his personality. That's sort of love about the guy. And I don't even really know him. But watching him play last year, to me, was inspirational because he never quits on a on a puck, on on a play, anything. Like he battles so hard to to find it through traffic and whatever he can throw in front of it. But he's also a take charge kind of guy. And there's no doubt in my mind that within the room, that guy's a big part of the leadership group. You know, goalies don't wear letters, but if they did, he'd be wearing one for sure. And you're right. Yeah, in the media availability, you know exactly where he stands. There's no gray area and how it's going to go. So I, great. Like, I got to ask awesome. you a question. When's yeah. a lot? So do you slip the pads on when you do the goalie coaching right now? No. You don't. When's the last time you put the pads on? Oh boy! Oh, forever ago. Um, probably. You had to wear those damn things for twenty years. Yeah, so yeah. Over ten years ago, maybe twelve. Yeah. 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 I. You know what? I haven't skated at least thirty pounds ago. Oh. <laughs> okay. I've skated a lot. I just haven't stopped pucks. Yeah. There you go. Some would say I didn't stop many back then. Either, That's why we love you. Yeah, Self-deprecation sure. will get you everywhere. His name is Cam Moon. He's one of the Oilers' two radio play-by-play voices. He'll be joining us on Thursdays here in Oilers Now, and you will hear Cam Sunday night when uh, we hop on the bird and fly to Calgary for the Oilers' first preseason game against the Calgary Flames. Thanks, Mooner. Thank you. You bet. We'll take a quick timeout. It's 12.54 at Edmonton, and you're listening to Oilers Now. Hi, I'm Darnell Nurse from the Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer and Brendan Escott with you. This is Oilers Now. And uh, we are going to uh, have Hart Levine coming up from Buckpedia today at 105. At this moment, though, we're going to go to the Oilers Now Injury Report, brought to you by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. Trent Brown, one of the best players ever produced at the University of Alberta, went on, became an all-star in the CFL with the then-named Edmonton Eskimos. Trent Brown, Jim Brown, and the gang at James H. Brown. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. Here's Brendan Escott. Well, we kind of went over it in NHL today, but again, uh, it was five total Montreal Canadiens failing physicals yesterday. Carey Price still on the mend from knee surgery. Mike Hoffman's got, uh, I believe, a lower body thing. And then Paul Byron with a hip procedure. They all um, will miss training camp. Penguins veteran Evgeny Malkin, he'll miss the first two months of the season officially. He had knee surgery in June. Nicholas Backstrom, he'll miss at least the start of training camp. Hip uh, hip problem there. Bill Kessel could miss the start of the season with a foot injury. And uh, Colorado's rear guard, uh, Devon Taves, he's still recovering from a shoulder procedure. As uh, If you're listening to a show called Oilers Now, you stay on top of things at the hockey club, you know Duncan Keith, 
uh, in quarantine, which is a sign that he went to the U.S., likely to get um, uh, vaccinated. Uh, they've got the Johnson & Johnson single shot there. He will not, uh, uh, he's not on the ice today. Josh Archibald not on the ice, just looking for some clarification. Might get that around 1.30, 2 o'clock today. Uh, he, too, could theoretically be in quarantine. Broken jaw for the Edmonton Oilers' Dmitry Samarukov as well. This text comes in on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Bob, will preseason games be on television? Two. The two games against Vancouver will both be on TV. Another texter comes in uh, with the news that Peter Shirelli and Ken Hitchcock are going to St. Louis. Bob, how can Ken Hitchcock uh, work for two different NHL teams? He can't. He's working for one NHL team. He is working for just the St. Louis Blues. Nice man to talk to. Didn't always agree with everything with Hitch. Unbelievable coaching career. Uh, I'd say a strong possibility ends up in the Hockey Hall of Fame. Uh, we wish him nothing but the best of luck with the St. Louis Blues. Keep texting us on the Ashley Fine Flores text line at 780-496-0063. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Back with Hart Levine. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.